You are now listening to Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. RFB is brought to you by fans and listeners alike who pledge as little as $1 per month to ensure we stay on the air. Our show is supported by you and will remain supported if and only if you pledge a few dollars right now. Please visit RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge to learn more. Once there, you will see there are sweet perks for all donation levels. The larger the donation, the cooler the gift. And even for the most nominal of donations, there's plenty of Radio Free Brooklyn swag to be gotten. So again, that address is RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. And you can sponsor our show specifically at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash L-A-R. And now, it's time to get embarrassed with us. Jimmy Hoffman. You may be wondering, as you just hear one singular silky smooth voice, where is your other esteemed host, Alan Danziger? Well, that man you'd find is across the Atlantic all the way in merry old England. But due to the powers of technology, we've brought him all the way here into the studio right here in Brooklyn, New York. So welcome, welcome. Cheerio, 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 cheerio. (laughs) Oh my God, he's been been infected. That is is the last you're going to get a stereotypical British script from me. Not not from me, though, I'll tell you. (laughs) This is so cool that I could do this while in England, of all places. Who's the guest that you have? You told me, but I don't know who this person is. So there's actually another person here in the studio. We've gotten you a replacement. Um, She's... She's not as hairy as you are, so Good. the Robin Williams That's effect least. is not is not you know purveying into everybody that we bring in. But she's actually a great friend of mine. She went to high school with me, actually, of all things, in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. I'd like to extend a warm welcome to Miss Kesley Heighton. Welcome, welcome. Hey guys, what's up? Hi Kesley. Hello. So how are you how- on this fine day? I'm good. I'm um I'm a little hungover. But it's okay. <laughs> it is okay. We'll make it through. You're still living in Brooklyn now, Kesley? I was actually living in Denver for six years, and I just recently moved back. So I'm living with my mom in Brooklyn, in Clinton Hill. So it's, it's interesting. This must be such a change, being in a high place and now coming back to sea level. Yeah, I can uh, definitely drink more, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I don't know well, if that's good or bad. <laughs> well, I mean... For some reason, I guess I'm just a baseball guy. I'm always like, ah, you got to get up there, hit all them home runs. You don't know, <laughs> go off to Colorado. And that's where the, that's where the air is thin. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, Work it's out your swing. <laughs> way more oxygen down here. It's way better. Yeah, what what is, made you move to Denver in the first place? School. Yeah, I went to... What did you study to, in um, school? I studied anthropology. That's um, a good place to do it. It is. It's great. I loved it. Um, I am. I graduated with a degree in anthropology, and I am going to go and save all the orangutans. So <laughs> that's what I'm going to do with my degree. 
I think it's a it's a it's a noble pursuit. Thank you for a very for the grandfather of the of the rainforest. <laughs> is that what they call him? Is it, that's like the nickname for orangutans. Oh yeah, old man of the forest. Or something yeah, probably like person of the forest. It's like what cool. orangutan means, literally. Yeah, they're pretty dope. They're pretty cute. I can't I can't not. So. so when you are choosing an animal to save. Do you choose the cutest one? Is that the idea? Because <laughs> there are certain tough. people who will go out of their way to choose one that's ugly, for instance, and they say, nobody's going to save this one. So I got to save, save this one. I don't know. One. There was something just called me to orangutans, and I wanted to save all of them. And all of the koalas, koalas are cute, but they're, but they're just super nasty, and they'll Tap totally fuck your shit up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, orangutans. They, I, they I've never so heard of. Chill, I've never. I've never heard of one messing somebody up. Exactly. They just want to like. No, I, 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 I don't know about orangutans, but I'm talking about koalas. <laughs> I'm talking about, about marsupials. We're talking about koalas now, man. You know, they seem friendly, but, but when they hugging on your back, that's a chokehold. That's, they I think got real baboons big are probably a little more vicious than orangutans, aren't they? Oh, for sure. Um, baboons terrify me. Yeah, I, that's what I was just thinking. I don't want to even get close to a baboon, nor look at its butt. No, anything that has a canine bigger than mine, I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> if you're looking mm-hmm. at a butt, whatever. If you're looking at its kid's butt, forget about <laughs> we got, it. We, have, we got problems. You're, you're, you're a goner, exactly. you got to be like 50 miles away from that zoo ASAP. Well, I'll tell you when you know how when you were when you think back to childhood, you'll have very selective memories. Mm-hmm. So I definitely have memories of the zoo. I feel like oh, probably yeah. any kid that went to the zoo or went to the circus will like have a certain thing that stuck out to them that in oh, one yeah. image. And I have two animals that I always really remember. And did I ever talk about the beluga whale thing on the show before, Alan? You would know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Go on. So there's one is a beluga whale and one is and one is baboons. I'll tell the baboon thing quickly is just that. I always used to think, why do people keep throwing their bubble gum in the in the enclosure? Because the baboons keep sitting in it, and for some reason, it's oh a, my god, you're it's so their, funny. their butts are adhesive. So we got to we got to do something about this because there's a lot of gum in the world, but like it's really affecting these baboons. It's just all, <laughs> all of the bubble gum is on their butts. It's right on their butts. So what about the whale? So the thing with the whale, um, and this is something that continues into today. Um, I'm not a man of many fears. I wouldn't call myself... Are you afraid of beluga whales? I'm, no, I'm afraid of the sea. So you know how they have in the, in the aquarium sometimes? Mm-hmm. There's like a porthole, and you can like look into the thing, yes. and that's like just a part of their enclosure, and they've got like mm-hmm. a big open window to the tank, but like this is the little side window. Yeah. And you look in, and then they don't like decorate it, so it's just blue, right? So you, you look in, and if you don't see the animal, you don't see anything. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, oh, my God, like, where is it? And you're like pressing your nose in, trying to see it. <laughs> oh, no. And I guess the beluga whale's like, no, people do this. Oh, and trying to say, he seemed like he was trying to say hi. He seemed very friendly, and they have such a weird face. Yeah, yeah. So he, he swam up, like, right in front of the porthole, and his face came up into the porthole, and he was, like, w- w- inches away from me. Yeah. And, he's like, and I just lost <laughs> like, it. like, Nope. Yeah, I flipped out, and I, apparently I started screaming. I was like four years old or five years old. Oh, you're so scared. Little... What does middle school age Kesley like to go to see when she goes to the zoo versus, um, you know, t- late 20s Kesley? Um, I was definitely all about, like, the lions and tigers then. And now, no, I just, it's a straight shoot for the primates. Yeah, well, she's yeah. gotten around. And elephants. True. Oh, well, the what elephants, about elephants? Uh, you got to make sure you see them before they're, before uh, they're not going to Af- be there anymore. African elephants, I think, are my favorite. So you're more interested in checking out the elephants as a sort of a case study for the way that they are 
more or less de-evolving in some respects. De-evolving. No, that's the wrong word. The yeah, way they're that they're being threatened. The way that they're being threatened. De-evolving. What would they? What would they de-evolve into? That'd be so weird. I, I don't A know. A pile uh, of mush, elephant mush. Donald Trump. They would. They would no, but um. But Give so me like, more you know, peanuts. They they basically uh they're being threatened out oh, of existence. Oh yeah 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 so, yeah. There's something really special about them. There is, yeah. That's why, yeah. I'm I'm really interested in saving uh, or, um, orangutans and elephants because of the amount of poaching that is happening to them. So, um, I just getting into conservation and preservation and maybe taking the side of law for that. I don't know. That's that's a far reach. Well, if you get into yeah, well, I mean, it's if you get into like legislation as far as like as don't chop down these rainforests sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. There's, yeah, all, there's, there's all different ways they could help. Yeah, yeah I'll, most likely I'll probably work for like a non-profit um, organization. It depends on how, mu- how much you know you want to be like you know smelling the actual orangutan. If, if it's I too will, stinky, I'm going to take them to orangutan school. Teach them how to orangutan, man. It's going to be awesome. Wait, they're going to teach them to do what? <laughs> so there's the there's an organization in uh, Indonesia, and what it does is it rescues orangutans who have been exotic pets. And they take him to the sanctuary, and you have to teach him how to be orangutans again, because they've huh. never lived out in the wild. So that's that's what I want to do. I want to help them learn how to be orangutans again in the wild. Banana peeling so, one hundred and one. Yeah, exactly. Like you First, learn you do how to climb trees. this peel, and then you do this peel. Do you have any uh, travel plans coming up that uh, fits into this desire? Man, no, I'm just, I, there's a sanctuary in Florida that will help me gain the experience that I need to go to Indonesia, and then that's, that's pretty much it. So unless I get a job at a zoo where they have orangutans, then that's just, it's going to be Florida and Indonesia. Maybe Africa at some point when I'm there's, a lot, there's five zoos in New York. There, yeah. If you get a rocket. They could have orangutans. Five zoos in New York. I don't drive manual transmission very well, but I want to switch gears because I, <laughs> Bam. I was told that was that was, was told, oh my god. I was told that you have a tape and I'm wondering if maybe more questions could be answered uh with the content of this so called tape that you have. For the record I hear that it's actually more video than it is audio, but that the audio is the more dominant of the features to this. Yeah, it's definitely about what was being said. And yeah, so this is one of the few times where the fresh ears is you, Ilan. And I'm the one who knows the clips. I'm the holder of clips now. <laughs> it's okay, dude. It's by, by how the tables have turned. Yes, all it took was you being on the other side of an ocean for me to gain this power. <laughs> what have we done? What have we done? All right, so yes, let's, uh, let's make this happen. So this is the very first clip we're going to play is nine years old okay Throw it on. so it was a beer commercial um shot in my living room i guess um and i guess i, I woke up one morning and i came out to you know like i came out of my room and up into my living room and there was like it was all of our furniture was gone and there was a new new set new living room and i was like oh yeah a beer commercial being shot in my house um and then so you know i went outside we got free food and it was it's great it was good and it aired for it was like a christmas special for the beer so and i think i saw it air like five times and that was it but it was still cool having all these people film and stuff and see my a living room that's completely not mine and different and have people in it so i think this is me like walking around like checking it out I'm, I'm hoping that the uh, audio truly is uh, the most dominant of this, but I, I take the word 
of Jimmy that the video is not as important as the audio. There's there's literally one moment where the video is cool where you just could see the set for like a second and then but it only is cool because I knew what their apartment looked like otherwise. Otherwise it just looks like it's Christmas time. Yeah, is so and it was like the middle of summer. Yeah. That's the other thing. So So I, yeah, I get up and I'm it's the middle of that's summer. That's the only thing is that you look at it and I go, Oh look, there's like stockings by the fireplace. Yeah. Basically. Alright. Let's hear it. Alright guys, let's take a listen. I think I'm recording. I don't know. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, so turn around and talk. This delicious breakfast that I got. Look at this. All right, just don't, you know, go crazy. So talk about what your experience is with this. Uh, how do you feel about this, Kesley Hyken? Uh, they, they're filming a national Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with this. I'm content. How about you, Olivia? <laughs> I'm happy. That's very good. Oh, look, and there's Claudia. a little bit. There's Claudia. Say hi to the camera, Claudia. <laughs> oh, it's not. We're not posing. We're filming you, actually. Oh, you are. Yes, we're filming this extravaganza. Uh huh. Yeah. Go get the chef. Go get. Go get oh, the chef. All right, you go stand over the chef and say no. something about the chef. All right, this is the chef. Kesley wants me to film the chef. This is the chef that made breakfast for us. Say hi, chef. Hi, chef. Hello. This is for my daughter's film. <laughs> Here's Claudia again. Hi, Claudia. <laughs> This is so much fun! Yes, isn't it fun? Alright, here it goes. Oh my god. We don't sit all week! Yeah. And, uh, chef and <laughs> what do you think about the free food? What do I think? Nice invention. Excuse me. No, no, I ordered. Food. I put this on camera. He gets free food and he's eating fucking cereal. I ordered a waffle. She, she got waffle. Got, got waffle. Free eating. One. Where is this taking place again? The the video that I guess me and my mom recorded <laughs> is taking place in our front yard and the street right in front of our house where this film crew set up trailers and there was a chef with like a food truck. For... Sure, 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 like craft services. Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. So that's this is all being like filmed like right on the street right in front of my house. And you had been at your house while this whole filming was going on, or so you didn't have actually any part of the filming. This what this was was it was you sort of. Uh, she used to live um, there, and then craft services, you know, was like, "We'll feed your family because we're using your house all day." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, ah. I don't know how. And I, the, she's, they're like, she's going around asking her friends how yeah, they feel I brought, about getting I free food. All of my friends over because I was like, "Yo, there's free food at my house." <laughs> So it's just like all the, from this film crew. So it's all like the neighborhood kids <laughs> yeah, just eating, eating waffles and sandwiches. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was this on the, front the lawn. first time, or was this one of many times? Yeah, to come, this was or? one of many times. We have a lot of film scouts come knocking on our door because my house was built in 1882 or eighteen ninety two. So it's this huge wow. old mansion. So we have a lot of film scouts that come. And they want to check out our apartment to film. So we've had Law and Order, an episode of Law and Order filmed in our living room. And so also this beer commercial. Um, and I think one other thing has been filmed there, but I, I cannot recall what it was. Probably. Would yeah. you say that even before that you were even born, your mother was getting jocked for filming? Or was it just something when Brooklyn became more of a desired yes. filming location? Yeah. Uh, when my mom moved into that house, um, it was not a good neighborhood at 
all. Only very recently since, you know, higher income people have been moving into the neighborhood and it's become nicer with nicer grocery stores and nicer restaurants and all of this stuff and nicer neighbors and... Gentrification. Gentrification, yes, yeah. Um, That we've had film scouts knocking on our door and filming in neighbors' homes and, you know, in our neighborhood a lot. Especially since it's like where Spike Lee is from. So everyone's like, oh my God, we gotta go there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Chris I had Rock? no concept of Brooklyn at all, really, when I first moved to the city, uh, which was, <laughs> incidentally, about uh, at the same time that this was recorded. I moved to New York in 2005, and I was, like, visiting friends in Park Slope and in Borum Hill, and I was rehearsing for a show that was in Red Hook. So I had more or less half-baked experiences in the Brooklyn area, but they were just very limited because of the fact that I was living in Manhattan. So I didn't move to Brooklyn until 2009. So my experiences in Brooklyn were few and far between, especially in non-Williamsburg. All right. So in North Brooklyn, it was one thing. Where uh, where in Manhattan were you living? I was on the Upper East Side. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like I was born on the Upper East Side. Well, there was a reason why I was on the Upper East Side. My parents had had agreed to hold it down for me and help me out financially for what was supposed to be actually about four to six months. And then I screwed the pooch and wasn't able to get a job in a decent amount of time. And then they helped me out for a year, and then I was on my own after that. At any rate, onwards and upwards. You've been lucky enough to come back, Kesley, to yeah. a house of such distinguished and historic nature that it uh, has so many uh, features in it media. Does, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Plus, as well, one thing that he doesn't know about is all them crazy parties. All them crazy parties and our Halloween. Our yeah, Halloween, Halloween shows every year. I think our house is most famous not for being scouted for films and, and TV shows and commercials, but for doing this, like... Uh, this Halloween production. So, like, my mom literally built, with her crew, builds, like, this huge stage that now goes across our front yard and our neighbor's front yard. And every year they, they like, script and, and record and, and perform, like, a literal, true show. Like, musical production. Remember that year that there was the spaceship on your lawn? There was a spaceship, and yeah. It was, was a full-size spaceship. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I you could go you in it. You could go inside of it. <laughs> and we did, we did, you know, teenage things in spaceships. And it was, um, it was fun. That was a good one. I think that was one of my favorite Teenage ones. spaceship. Listen. Yes, teenage <laughs> spaceship times. We, we, <laughs> I'm we jealous. I am. I'm not, not in the bad way. I'm, I'm rather uh, amused and envious because... When I was younger, I always wanted to throw parties, and I just had to settle for going to all the kids' school houses for parties. When did you start throwing parties? My mom threw the first Halloween party before I was born. I've always remembered having parties at my house since since I can't remember. Halloween parties every year after the production, and then um, we would have like birthday parties, and we would do a trailer trash party. Yeah, my mom's... 50th birthday, it was her coronation, so everybody had to come in... Regalia. Yes, exactly, (laughs) as royalty, and then for her 60th birthday, it was a 1960s-themed party, so we completely, like, redid the living room and... Being raised by somebody who enjoyed being a party host, did that impress upon you that you could, obviously, as you grew older, go into that shoe and make it fit for your own personality. Oh, yeah. I love, I love having parties. 
is all I want to do. And I feel like this happens with a lot of groups of friends. There'll be a singular person who is the engine for the, all the friends. Yeah. And everyone knows that that one person, and mm. that person is the person that holds the whole group together. Yeah. Kesley's definitely that person Aww. among her friends. Yeah, yeah no, My, it's true. I bring, oh, I've, I've yeah. brought so many different groups of people together yeah. that would have not ever been together had exactly. I not had parties at my house. Exactly. Much like the last guest that I brought on the show, Zach, who's exactly yes. the same kind of exactly. person. So this is. Is, these are the only guests that I bring on. Good, good people that, cool. that bring that bring communities together. Heck yeah! <laughs> I do relate to you a lot, Kesley, in that um, being a party host is something that you just sort of gravitate towards if you have a lot of friends yes. that want to see you, but they don't know your friends otherwise, and so you play the facilitator, the man about town, the person about town, I should say, and connect everybody. Um, Heck yeah. For example. I had a birthday party, I guess, what, like six years ago, and managed to have such a successful birthday party that I am now in, I guess, a month or so, going to be marrying two of my friends that met at a party. Oh, that is awesome. A buddy of mine from high school and uh, a girl that I met in college who I just stayed in touch with on social media, and she met my friend from high school, and they hit it off. Eventually, she moved out to Portland, Oregon, to live with him. I've gotten my Universal Life Minister license. I'll be ma- marrying them nice. uh, in Albany in August. But that's because I hosted the party and insisted, hey, you guys got to meet. There's a more to the story, but that's really, in essence, what happened. And gosh, you know, one thing or another comes with the whole process of hosting a party. You were hosting these parties that your mother oh, yeah. you know, started. She started, started I'm going to finish you, it. careful though you don't don't want to ruin the place no kidding there is a lot of people that you probably met over the years and you've had all the ways of connecting people yourself what are the best memories you've had from a party that you have thrown at your oh man which one i think just one other than the teenage uh spaceship i forgot if it was like i think well one of my favorite memories of the parties is like one of the parties that i threw in the summer for whatever reason, both of my parents thought it was a good idea to leave me home alone when they were traveling. And I had high school like kids from HSTAT, and I had like Amy, my best friend, her friends from like Bishop Ford. Pause and... one second. Where was the first place you said? H- I'm familiar H- with Bishop yeah. Ford. HSTAT is, uh, is our high school, because I know Kesley from high school. HSTAT is uh, the high school of telecommunication and technology. Arts, oh, okay. arts and technology. Okay. Continue them. Yeah, you're right. Telecommunication, Telecommunication arts. arts and technology. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of being, it, should, it could have just been TAT, but I don't think they wanted it to be TAT, so it's HSTAT. Our gang from high school and my friend. It was not as tough as the Bloods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not, 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 not that, yeah. Don't um, go there. <laughs> We were, yeah, we were a special, special group. And then my friend Amy and her group from Bishop Ford, and then a bunch of my neighborhood friends that I had grown up with, and her friends from Bard. You know, I'd invite everybody, and they would invite people. And if you know anything about those three schools, like, you couldn't get more different kids. So having that mix of kids at a summer party with no parents. <laughs> and I had quite a few of those parties. It was pretty good. I think that's my favorite memory of just, like, it's being out in the summer air, friends. You know, like, I remember yeah. like, we were cooking pancakes at like five o'clock in the morning. Like it just, but it was just, it was the people. I think it really genuinely was the, the just the different groups of people. And we were all yeah. seamlessly like, you know, yeah. 
which was That's great. the kind of party I would have loved to go to in high school. It was so school. easy. It was just so easy yeah. being at that party. I so. want to hear more Heineken. Give me more Heine. More Heine. More Heine. More Heine. Send it my way. What? Yeah, I know. Damn, it kind of tastes a little weird, but... No, it's like really fucking weird. Ow! <laughs> Excuse me. What? I know, I really like this living room. Like, I'm kind of... I like it. Take a picture of it and make your mom make it. I like those couches. The Christmas tree is definitely not justified in this house, though. Yeah. Look at that. Delicious. Is it real food? Look at those potatoes. I don't know. But it looks good. It's real. It's all real? What do you guys do with it all when it's all finished? Take it home. Okay. Depends. I'm going to have to get some nasty Oh, look, Gail, that that's where the turkey is. What, first of all, what kind of phone was that? Because I want that phone ring. <laughs> I Second of all, I still have that phone. <laughs> Those are landlines for you, man. So you did get some of that. Second question around all this action with the film crews, did you ever have any interest in? getting more involved in film the whole production part of it yeah not not necessarily being in front of the camera or anything like that um of course no of course I, but, but just like seeing all the grips and all the best boys etc yeah i've always like i've always really loved building stuff and especially doing um like the halloween productions that we do building like stage sets and props and stuff like that I've, I really love it. Like, it's really, it's as, as a hobby, I would definitely do that. I've never considered it growing up as something that I would like to do for a living, but I definitely enjoyed it, and I like doing it as a hobby. My, I guess, drama career ended in high school because we took drama class together. Oh, my God, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was a good class, but yeah, I never, wow. I never actually did any production classes, which would have been fun to do in in college. But I was just, yeah, we didn't have any in high school. Though. Nope, we just well, we just had drama, but n no production really. Yeah, our school. What did it specialize in? Um, Technology. Nothing. What did that mean? That meant <laughs> four computers in the classroom. That really jumped. Yeah, computers we had to like share like Windows ninety five. Yeah, seriously, I don't think our school really Technolo we technology. We had a dark room for like. We two did years. no, that was cool. That was one of the only good things. It was. And I did take really photography, and that was useful great. to smoke weed in. That's my experience <laughs> with that. Oh, dark room. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't do any, anything the else in school. You can do in the dark room. Oh, dark room. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, so I dabbled in acting and theater in high school, and then that was, and then other than just you know building sets and props um, during my life. That was so we it. got a, one more clip here from this Heineken shoot. I got to get this off my chest. I got to make it happen. One? It's I don't know if it is. I don't remember. Oh. This one. But we got to we got to extinguish this and and we got to change gears. Yes. So let's uh, take a listen. There's gonna be mad bitches.
tell me why when I went to Mandy's, Mandy's, they fucking handed me like a dog. Who? This is Melinda. Yo, who are these people? Are they leaving you the drapes? Oh, my mom's asking for the drapes. That'd be awesome. Is there dinner here? Sure. Yeah. So you have free meals all day? Yeah. Pretty much. Word? Oh my gosh. I just think the best thing is that the only thing you fixate on the film shoot is that you're getting free, free food. Who's <laughs> like, like, yo, you really get three balanced meals three all day? Meals all day? You got food all day? I just pretty much <laughs> sat there and ate all day. Like, me and that chef were like hella tight. I'm well, honestly, when I was on a film set, the few times that I did before I decided that I didn't like lifting things. Um, <laughs> And I was shirking work. I do remember. I do remember eating a lot of sandwiches. They had like fresh strawberries, yo. They it have, was legit. Yeah, no, there are some. It depends on you know if they got the good one. But. Yeah, no, that was a good set. That was that was a really good one. <laughs> uh, mad bitches for whatever reason. Yeah, I love that. Mad bitches, yeah. <laughs> like what? Like where? <laughs> As you can tell, uh, Kesley was a tomboy when we were growing up. Very big tomboy. Um, there's some videos that I couldn't use because the audio was not the focal point, and the focal point was Kesley beating up guys. Yeah, there's two videos of there's that. There's a couple of videos of her tearing dudes to pieces. And, instant uh, crush. Wrestling champ. Yeah, instant crush on you. That's all cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was, I could beat up some dudes in my day. Did I beat you up? You never Jimmy? beat me up, and I think it's because I never wanted to fight you because I'd be better. Uh, I think we were, like, the same size then, though, like, easily. Yes. Am I bigger than you now? I don't I think you're taller. Okay. I think my dream girl was Lindsay Weir for, like, a hot second. <laughs> Who's Lindsay Weir? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Is this a fighter? Freaks and Geeks. Oh, I love her. Yeah, I could definitely. Yeah, I was a little bit of her. They called me Donna Pinciotti in high school. I think that was... Wait, 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 hold on a second. Hold on. Best comparison. What, what yeah. was the name? Donna Pinciotti? You don't know that name? Like from that 70s show? Donna. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was her name. Oh, yeah. Yes. Was it Pinciotta? Pinciotti. Yeah. She, okay. You know that actress no. went to... Um, no, of course I know Laura Prevon. Yeah, 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 yeah. She went to the karaoke that, was that I was at. Uh, one night. I don't think you were there. I don't think don't you were there. Bring that that up. Don't bring that up. Do you like you always regret not being there that night? I, I, I took her photo. You weren't there. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You weren't there. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. I took her photo. I started following her on Twitter. I, you know, maybe wrote her some uh, very creepy letters. No, I, I did none of that kind. I definitely I follow her on Twitter. But I, I tried. I, I tried never... to be a jerk to her. I do remember that. I think it was. Why would, why would you try nice. to be a nice. jerk? Okay, okay. Uh, I, I, I like to bring it back here because <laughs> why would you? This is something. Try? That... Is it like trying to put on a show when you're younger that you have to, as you've made clear, Jimmy, in the past, force the animosity? to uh, <laughs> prove your worth it was a thing you. it was a thing especially when i was growing up that i had this high and mighty brooklyn attitude oh you're famous 100 well, this is i'm from brooklyn i don't know if you're from brooklyn but where are we right now we're in brooklyn so how's so about was, you ain't so yeah. famous how's about <laughs> i'm the famous one how's about everybody in here knows me and we don't know you 
So it was. <laughs> I definitely remember. One hundred percent. I never remember trying. You shared that same quality, I suppose, Kesley. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> growing up in Brooklyn, you see a lot of famous people, and for some whatever reason, I don't know. You're just like, well, I'm from Brooklyn. It doesn't matter yeah. how famous you are. And are think, you from Brooklyn? Exactly. I'd always wanted to meet her. She was one of the few people that I wanted to meet. Yeah, I would like to still meet. Because like I had a crush on her when I was in high school and stuff. Of course. You know. And Who then didn't? I saw her in real life, and um, if you're listening, Laura Preppen, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, love I you. just it, <laughs> just kidding. No, it, uh, I, I just <laughs> maybe it's care. maybe it's that she maybe it's that I, I she didn't have the red hair anymore. She I dyed her hair black red, I think, for yeah. orange to do with black, and like I just it's different. It, it took it took away the magic. Yeah, I saw did. her and I just was. You're was a real just, human being. Yeah. You're not Donna Pinciotti. I got to I got to get this off my chest right now, but. I just found it really compelling that I didn't know anything about Orange is the New Black until I saw it being filmed around Brooklyn. And then when I found out that Laura Prepon was attached to it and that she had black hair, I thought, oh, so is her, like, changing her hair color a sort of a metaphor for the <laughs> Orange, Orange is the, Orange is the New Black? black. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think that about that. That was the first thing that came to my mind. And I was like, this can't be a coincidence, no? It's pretty Come funny. On. Yeah, right? And, anyway, be, that's my be, It's a better name for the show than, like, Now I Wear Glasses. <laughs> now I wear glasses. <laughs> she wears glasses. Yeah. <laughs> now I wear black glasses. This is, uh, yeah, this is black horn rim glasses. The exactly. show. Exactly. <laughs> answer this for me because I find that the whole I'm from Brooklyn argument uh, relatively. <laughs> no, I find I find that relatively sound. But then, if I was from Queens, I would say, "Well, I'm from Queens." You don't count. Or, "Well, I'm from Staten Island." No, if you're no, from Queens, like, you'd say, you're from the "I'm from New York." I'm from the or yeah, I'm from nobody's the Bronx. like. I say no, pe- I'm from the Bronx. You don't fuck with me because I'm from the Bronx. Yeah, there's a big, there's a big Bronx v Brooklyn, right? And Brooklyn's well, better. It's just the classic. I yeah, mean, it's. But you know what? It, <laughs> the other day, there was a friend of mine, and he reinforced something that I'd heard before, and I didn't realize that Brooklyn does carry a little more weight in the city. I was in Harlem and I was doing a show, mm-hmm. and then when I was coming up on stage, they were like, "Yo, watch out! This dude's from Brooklyn." And he was saying it to people, like everyone in Harlem. And I was up on like 119th. And it like, was like, like, what? Yeah, I was like, I'm the tough guy around here. I'm all like, right, all cool. right, I'm going to do this. Whatever you we'll say. Go. Yeah. And then I had another friend of mine from Harlem. And he goes, Yo, when I go to Brooklyn, man, I got to watch out. They can, they can smell Harlem on me. They know. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> I thing, ain't tough man. like There's that. There's a thing. You know, Brooklyn versus Bronx. It's very real, very present. And I'm, yeah. I'm proud to be from Brooklyn. Well, Brooklyn's the one that people, people know. People are like, you know, living in, living in Denver, people are like, oh, are you from Manhattan? And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> no, no, sweetie. Let's get this. No, 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 sweetie. Or, uh. they, or they would always say the Bronx. And I'm like, um, no, 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 no. It's Brooklyn. Yeah. Why did you move back? Um, because Denver got expensive and it sucks. And school was over, too. And school and I graduated. So the, I, the forget thing, about, I forget about that part. See, the best thing about the Bronx. <laughs> It's like my, my, I mean, I'm obviously I'm a Yankee fan. I know that Kesley's not a Yankee fan. We're not even getting into that. But <laughs> Let's not. We're not. But Let's keep our the friendship best thing civil. about the Bronx is that you can say you're from the boogie down Bronx, basically. That's, <laughs> that's, that's really great. That's it's really great. It's some, I mean, um, you can say I'm from the boogie down. It's all you need to say. You don't even need to say Bronx. I'm from the boogie down. It's like, damn, that's smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say you're from Crooklyn when you're from Brooklyn. I'm from like, Crooklyn. Crooklyn. But then you're like telling people that you break the law. So Pretty much, yeah. Like, I don't want to let anybody gray know areas. That. Yeah, there's gray areas. Yeah. So speaking of gray areas, <laughs> um, we're going to... Wait, you need the one on your head? Damn. Yeah. 
Yeah, and... Jimmy's got some grays, man. I got. I, got I lot, dig it. I got a lot of grays. You do dig it? I dig it. I Thank do. you. I, I like it a lot. I I maintain that it's because I'm Puerto Rican. Go for Puerto it. Puerto Rican people, we go gray, and I'm not gonna diet. Don't. Never gonna see that. Don't do that. I'm like I'm on fifty percent right now. I'm You're rocking like a solid fifty so, percent gray. Spanish fox. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know how it's happened, but it has happened. This, well, you're it's, old. It's, so. This is a proven thing of the biology, and depending on who of whether your mother or your father had the recessive gene, because you have dark hair, uh, some kids even when they're younger, especially men, really, they have dark hair with some like white or some silver streaks, basically. Kind of yeah. like a silverback gorilla kind of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or like Rogue from X-Men. Yeah, you know, you're, you're totes right. Rogue. Yeah, well, rogue. It's, it, you know, another <laughs> similar thing is like if you like have a thumb that bends back or if you have a crest in your forehead. Uh, oh, well, Widow's hair. Peak, yeah, yeah. Widow's Peak. No, I, know Widow's Peak I know what you're talking about, for sure. Right, um, so same thing with your hair. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's been 20 years since I've taken biology. It feels like so I don't no, remember. It's, it's either that or the fact that I'm constantly crunching, mind-numbing, you know, questions about the world and my brain is on overdrive. The weight, and it's, the weight is giving I'm, I'm you a, I'm aging myself, yeah, because I just can't stop thinking about all the important issues in the world, like, where am I going to catch a Mewtwo? Like, where is I it, it going to happen? I was just going to say, <laughs> Pokemon, I was just going to say that. I'm telling you, man. You have to go to Japan. That is just the way it is. I hope it can actually yes. happen for me. Not before she goes to Indonesia. True. Yeah. All right. So we, I got another, we got another clip here, and we want to make sure we, we get this one in too, because this is, uh, I think this might be my favorite of all the clips that we found. <sighs> and this one is a different one, and, and I'll preface it. It's on the roof of a friend of ours from from high school. Yes. And it's just people just kind of sitting around, hanging mm -hmm. out on the roof, mm -hmm. the way that we do, just but but very silly stuff. And it's it's definitely dated because the guy talks about a TV show uh, when it was new. Was brand new, and uh, I guess he was very excited about it before it got really bad. So, <laughs> let's take a listen to this one. I was so oh, lost. Oh, so the beginning it so says. Lost. In the beginning, it so says lost. previous about heroes. There's no, someone you clips of the people who have the superpowers. If you watch them, you can piece it together. And they say, and then what they start saying, what they start saying. I have a relationship between the characters. No, what they start saying is that every human. They start saying that every human is not the same. They start saying something about two. Why do you have to leave? Then they start saying, save the children, save the world. And after they say that, they show you a little glimpse of this guy who has the cheerleader, but she gets saved by someone. And then there's hero. Hero Nakamada sound like this. And the reason why he's a geek because he left his job in Japan. And he, the guy, one of the guys is featuring the world ending, the world ending, because we just say the cheerleader. So, Hero Nakamada goes over to the future of New York. <laughs> And Hiro Nakamada gets and he meets himself. Hiro Nakamada. And Hiro Nakamada sees himself. And after he sees himself, he asks some questions and he notices that, like, the world's not the same. And they're chasing the future. Hiro Nakamada. And he's just a samurai because he's a, he's a samurai sword. Amplifies his powers. Yo, you gotta watch it. Hero. It comes on Tuesdays at 9 on NBC. I don't know. my daddy. I'm her father. What? <laughs> I'm her father. I'm her father. Hi. You miss your mother. Happy birthday. I'm the gay uncle. Uh, I want to be the gay uncle. That's awesome. Can you be the gay aunt? 
No, Uncle. Some I'm Batman. Are just kung fu I I'm have the tattoo. But I'm Robin. Yeah. I'm still a guy, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yo, yo, let's drop it like a top. Someone start the rhyme. Yo, no, car number nine, bust the rhyme. That means you start. Someone, no, someone Why starts you it. All of a sudden, huh? walking down the street, something caught my eye. Why Met this new person who had a little disguise. I said, "Yo, shorty, why you so fly? Had to drop the. This is why I'm heat fire. I touched the sky, smoked the blunt, and smoked the J. Walked around and said, "Hey, hey." Steven, you just you're like a white Peter Graffy. Is that your black? Say you're Jimmy Hendrix. I dropped the whole beat. It's the whole verse. That's what I'm saying. Drop a chorus. Drop a chorus. That's done. What? I got a rhyme first. What was that? A rhyme, bitch. By the bay, eating watermelon. Eating watermelon. By the bay, eating watermelon. I wish I didn't get cut off there because damn, that's like a, that's a baller ass he start to a run. Yeah, that's what we did all the time. We would just so they, that was uh, that was our, our mutual friend Steven mm-hmm. that was mostly talking in that clip. Yeah. Wait, that song? That's a song. I totally know that song. That I I think I mentioned last week how I didn't know a lot of children's songs, but I do remember one song in particular called "Down by the Bay." Of course, and down by the bay where the watermelon water. grows. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why yeah, he was just he was calling out that Back song. But that's home, a great. I do not know, Damn, but if I, I do, my mother would minute. say, "Have you ever seen uh, a Have you ever seen a lion eating with uh, e- eating while crying or something?" Down like by that. the bay, down by the, the bay. bay. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, that's but that's an amazing reference that he made. I can't believe considering that the, how old you, you guys picked were. that out from that because I was just I would have known. Yo, down by the bay, I'm eating watermelon. Like, like yo, he uh, maybe Stephen should be a rapper. What is he doing now? Because you still keep in touch with him, designing right? Designing and making clothing right now. True. I heard a Buster Rhymes reference in there too. No, he said Buster Rhyme. He's gonna. He said he rhyme. said car number nine Buster Rhyme. Which meant that you have to start rhyming. rhyming at that point. That's where everyone starts rapping. Yeah, it was so the was call. Was he freestyling at all? He was freestyling. He everything. freestyled a lot. And it was he basically no, no one was picking it up. No, because and then was... he was just like, "Forget it. I'll just I'll just do it for you guys." And he just laid it down. Every time my friends try and get me to freestyle, I'm just like, "You need to go the other way." <laughs> yeah, like he did ask you in the clip. It back to you. He asked you in the clip, and you're like, you look at him and you go, "Rhyme? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to? Rhyme? You want me to rhyme? Right now? <laughs> I've never been able to do that. I'm not gonna start." Pretty hilarious. Yeah. I, I like how he as well did it. Like he was doing an advertisement for the TV yeah, show. That's Steven. He's a he's a super hilarious guy. He's very funny. Yeah. He was in the was he in the school play with me too? Wasn't he? Which one? In Summer Night's Dream. Maybe. That's how you, you know everybody. I was how you know everybody. He definitely worked on it at some point. Uh, he yeah. Did something. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Does he still have a blonde mohawk? Yes, I think so. How does he? How do you rock a blonde mohawk for a decade? Very well. For a decade. Very well. He's had this blonde mohawk forever, man. It's what kind, kind of mohawk of is it? Uh, it's a frohawk. It's a fro. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's a blonde. It's a blonde frohawk. Fro-hawk. Yeah, he's not blonde. He definitely he's is not blonde. Not naturally <laughs> blonde. No. It's not a frohawk. It's a blonde spiky frohawk. He rocks it. So he yeah. dyed it mm-hmm. and then he put it in the, into a mohawk. Well, um, I guess you don't. When you when, maybe against our lost and rewound now because we're just talking and gossiping about this person. Yeah, Stephen would. I'm sure he would come on the show. He he would 100. He, he would yeah, love he, to and be then on. he's still in Brooklyn, so why not? And I'm sure he has plenty of old videos. When was the last time you saw him? Have you seen him since he's been back? 
I saw him at my mom's 60th, 1960s uh, yes. decade party, uh, which was yes. the last time I saw you. Uh, yes. Yes. Was I, I, was I dressed up or probably not? You were dressed up as a bum. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you made my normal attire. Fantastic. So he didn't come dressed up is what you're saying. I he, feel like I didn't come dressed up. You did not. You were not dressed no. up, which is fine. It's okay. I don't One time Jimmy came dressed up as Pokey from Gumby to a Halloween party. That's a so good I know that he can dress up if he really wants I have. I do have a picture of Jimmy dressed up at one of my parties. Yeah, she's got a picture of me dressed up as a woman. Yes. One of the many times I dressed up as a woman. <laughs> this, was not, yes. oh, this was not my award-winning performance no, as a woman. But it was... It was it was an okay one. It was, it was good. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to win an award for cross-dressing, but, I mean, all the power to you. Did we not talk important. about this? Has this not been talked about? It should be. Because now it's out there on the, yeah. on on. the airwaves, <laughs> on the radio. I think Zach actually won Zach, an award. He did, too. He did, too. We, we, we won the same award because yeah. you guys are different years than I am. Yeah, but it was a senior trip. So it was on the senior trip. Which I was really pissed about because I thought I made an amazing guy. You didn't I even, win? No, you I had... place? I, I think I... I don't know. You... I mean... I no did the offense. Crip walk and everything. No offense, Kesley. No offense, Kesley, but you would make a good guy. I would make an amazing guy. You're tough. I'm not taking offense to that. Tough. You've got like shoulders. I do. I've got big, broad swimmer shoulders. So, I'd be a good dude. I mean, I was yeah. a tomboy growing up. So basically, the deal was, and I don't know why, this is something that they have recurring for high school students. Yeah. But we went on this senior trip to some ranch with no animals. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a teenager ranch. So uh, I don't remember what we ended up doing there, really. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was so we fun. We hung out in a hotel. In, like, dorms yeah, and stuff? It I was don't even weird. remember. I just remember like getting ready to become a dude. There were some games. For this yeah. And then at some point, they were like, there's going to be a drag show. And like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's like very New York high school so we're like drag show great and then everyone comes to me like out of nowhere like everyone in the, like hundreds of people in the class are like yo jimmy like you, you're, you're gonna, gonna do, do it? it and i'm like what <laughs> what are you talking about and uh because i had longer hair at the time that's and, right um, did. i didn't have a beard and i'm pretty like a lady you, so you're very pretty so um <laughs> i had like a whole dream team of people dolling me up mm-hmm. and again kesley wasn't there because kesley's a year younger than i am yeah and so was uh so was zach I miss as well that. I yeah. was so upset that I missed that. And then they dolled me up, and then we had a competition against like five other high schools that yeah, were there right. with us. And I got first place. I got very first place. So awesome. if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Yeah. <laughs> I won money. I can't believe I didn't win. I was so mad. I won 100 I did the bucks. I walk and everything. I bent over to pick a pen up. Yeah, you did. I bent over to pick a pen up. <laughs> and <laughs> the bend and snap. Yeah, I did the bend and snap. And I just know that's all I did is I that's walked literally. like I was going to do a wa- runway walk. I went to the end of the runway. <laughs> I dropped a pen. I picked it up. I walked back. That was it. That was that's all I needed. Beautiful. That deserves first place. It was like mic drop, except pen drop. Pen drop. And then I, but I definitely had some cushion. Like they built me a little butt. I taped my boobs down. Yeah, they taped me. They made me a little butt. I don't know whose box. And then I, I do remember the w- the worst part of it was when I was walking to go to the competition, and every single person from my school class was hooting and hollering yeah, at me. Yeah, exactly. And then they were trying to grab handfuls of my junk. Now I, you know how it I feels. I felt like to, a woman for a, woman, for a yeah, moment. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, it was horrifying. I really. That's what I have to deal <laughs> with every day. Jimmy. It was now awful. You know how it feels. It was awful, honestly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> too much attention. Too sexy. Uh, you, understand too sexy. The, you understand the suffering that occurs but on a the, daily basis. But the topper was we, we decided to see how far we could go with it because I thought it was pretty hilarious. The thing that really made it to me that I didn't seem as convincing is 
my hair wasn't super long. It was just long enough. So they gave me kind of like 20s flapper hair. It looked like I had hair like a grandma would have. That to me was like a girl my age would not have, not hair, have like hair, hair like that. But what I did, and I wouldn't. And I wouldn't shave my legs or anything like that. Like, I was not going to deal no, with, with that itchiness. No, I didn't do anything. Well, then you didn't go all the way then. Well, I didn't. You're right. I was wearing a dress, so you could see my legs. I put on and, fake right? beard. But uh, I said, everyone leave me, and I'm going to stand by myself in this place where all the schools would congregate. Yeah. And let me just wait and see if a dude hits on me. Like, no. Let's just see how this thing really is going to work. Because people were saying, oh, you don't not look like a woman. You just look like an ugly chick. <laughs> It's like it's not like you look like a dude. You just look like an ugly chick. So I was like, "Wow, that is that is Thanks. somewhat." Yeah, I was like, I, I, "Okay, I guess I'm somewhat convincing." And then a dude did. A guy came over uh, sh- no, and yeah. he started talking to me. And then I said, he "Sure did." And then he said, "What's your name?" And I said, "Jimmy." Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and then it. he booked it. It was the best <laughs> thing ever. I was I was just gonna say I think I literally remember him telling me that when he came back. From the senior trip. I was proud of it. It was fun. Yeah, fine. I think that was the moment. When my class went, I decided I obviously have to do this. How many times do you get to do this, really? I remember going up to Naya and her group of friends. Oh, my God, I forgot their names. But there were totally kids I didn't even hang out with. And I was like, I need to borrow your clothes. And I need cornrows. And I need like eyeliner to do like a fake beard and stuff like that. So it looked, like a, it looked like a hood dude, though. Yeah, I yeah. looked like a hood dude. Yeah, so I got cornrows because my hair was like down on my shoulders. So they, they, the girls cornrowed my hair, and then they did like the fake beard. And then we got tape, and we taped my boobs down, and I got like a wife beater, and then I got like blue plaid boxers and like somebody's pants, like maybe like John's pants or somebody. Yeah, the girl who won in my year was Jackie. Remember Jackie oh, from the place? Yeah, she was a... Uh, yeah, and, you know, and I told you she's going to get married to yeah. Anthony from the place. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, well, she was an actress, so I'm going to, you know... Yeah, true enough. True. True enough. Both the actors in the in the class won, so seeing as I was not one of the actors. But it, right. was, it, was disappointing. it was disappointing that I didn't win first. I thought I had a real hey. awesome crip walk, but apparently you, it didn't. I think you I ranked pretty high. Yeah, I did. Yeah, the girl I think that won, um, she did something pretty dope. I think she had some like dope dance moves. Word up. Yeah, no. Then the three guys that were with me was like Zach and John and Lennox, and they were my bitches. But Zach had a giant <laughs> beard. I remember. Yeah, that's still. the thing. That was what Zach was great. had really long hair and a beard for days, but he, he wore a dress. And he was like a, and he was huge and muscular, and he so had he looked, chest hair. Yeah, he was really really burly. So he was just a giant burly guy dressed as a woman. He was in a dress with like chest hair coming out. Like, was, I think it won because it was so because ridiculous. Because it was so ridiculous. Yeah. It was like obviously you're a guy and you're wearing a dress, and he had like heels on. It was pretty impressive. <laughs> This is a pageant that your old high school would do every year, and they probably still do it, or they started doing it while you were there, or it was just a tradition that would occur annually, and boys and girls would both get involved and uh, dress up as the other gender. Mind you, this is a decade ago, so they may have changed where they go. Yeah, to I don't. Yeah, I don't think they probably do that. Do anymore. you think it could successfully occur in the climate that we live in right now? Absolutely. In New York City. In New York yes. City alone. Yeah. In Kentucky, Alabama, possibly not. I think if people take it too seriously, like anything, it can get taken out of context. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it was just jokes. I mean, as teenagers, it's fun and it's an outlet, and it was just something fun to do, and everybody right. enjoyed it. Yeah. Everybody loved it. It was so much fun. All right. So this last clip 
uh, our mutual friend Amy from her birthday. Kesley says something poignant. Oh, God. <laughs> scared. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Amy. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah. Make sure you get a picture of the cake in her, because then you forget the wish. I'm recording now, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, we're going to have someone with someone who can play. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Buon compleanno. Buon compleanno. You're ruining it. Buon compleanno. Okay. What is that? Yeah, but you can't do bon compliano. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, no, no, it's recording. Happy birthday. It's what? We're not here. It's recording. Get your board ready. Let's get on with it. Blow out, miss. Blow out, blow out, blow out. They're just lying back up. Yep. So she was so she was blowing out the candles on her cake and couldn't blow them out because they were trick candles and everyone was laughing at her and Kesley goes, Let's point and laugh. <laughs> and then you can hear that they audibly they audibly get louder laughing and it's like really comical, like hammy, like <laughs> <laughs> that was me. How old and how long ago was that? That so, was also. So like this one was years. this one was a year after the the first clips we heard. That clip is from eight years ago. So then I was probably like at Brooklyn College then or something. Yeah, not my just, not my whole college career was was in Denver. What were you using to record these videos? What 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 was these? Yeah, what, what was, was that? It was must have been like my. Uh, my, it, a real camera, not it like. It seems on my like phone. it was an actual camcorder. An old, actual, like legit VHS based video that you made. Yeah, like the little tiny, where like the little tiny cassette tapes are like. Got it. One yeah. inch, probably, yeah, because we used to film a lot of that. It seems yeah. she digitized this stuff so that she could put it on YouTube. Yeah. That's what it seems like. From, I think I did have all of this old stuff on YouTube and yeah. then I can't find it anymore. What was so important about capturing these moments for you? I think um, growing up in the time that I did with the technological advances, going from old school VHS recorders to like these little tinier cameras and tinier cameras and tinier cameras, and then they're on your phone. Like I was just obsessed with using the technology to record this. And it's like, I can literally record every moment of my life. So I'm going to do it. And I did. And now I can put it up on the internet. Well, it's nice to have that stuff looking back on it now. It is. It's, but it's uh, cool. Yeah, exactly. And then the, it got to, though, to, for me, like to a point where I was just like, all I'm doing is looking through a screen in my life. So, but it's nice to have, like, it's weird. Like I've forgotten these memories. It's nice to actually have them and be able to remember them. <laughs> Did you ever feel the need to record the debauchery at any one of the parties that occurred oh. at your residence? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's lots of record of the debauchery. We've got it on record here. Yeah, probably more in photo form. <laughs> okay. 
I yeah. don't, I don't, I, I'm sure somebody has a recording somewhere. But <laughs> I was going to say, I don't have I, it. I wonder the difference in terms of capturing memories on still image versus video image. I feel like from my own experiences, when I look back at videos from parties, maybe it just mm-hmm. needs to gestate for a longer period of time. Because if I'm going to a party and recording something really funny, like in college, for example, when I did that all the time with my shitty roommates in junior year, mm-hmm. and we look back at it the next day, yeah, and it just was like, meh, whatever. We were like stupid for doing that. If I looked at that now, though, goodness, be like- I mortified but in the best ways possible (laughs) yeah no exactly i almost wished that the amount of pictures that i took back then those were all videos instead because like listening to these videos now like i'm like that's me that's what my voice sounded like and you just to hear people's voices which you don't in a picture obviously and there's there's so many aspects to videos that you don't get in a in a picture and it brings back more memories like just the trigger of somebody's voice or the trigger of somebody's laugh the video of us on the roof like you hear a plane going over it and i just like and it brought back so many memories of spending so many afternoons after school on a roof or in a park <laughs> you know and doing teenage stuff Jimmy, she's a good one. Bring her back. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is one of my. This is one of my. One of my best friends. One of my best friends. I, dig, I really dig that direction uh, that awesome. you take with the way you live your life because Thanks. if only more folks like you in your age group, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, existed to allow more footage out there. There's such a dying breed of folks who actually care enough to hold on to what is truly the most dear and sensitive documentation oh yeah oh yeah i'm sure if i if i went back on my old computers i would we could find some real ridiculous stuff that would be awesome I, I love this. This was great. Thank you for coming on the show and uh, for taking guys. my uh, for keeping the seat warm while I'm out in bloody England. Well, thank you so much, Alon, for coming to us all the way yeah. across this world of ours. You know? <laughs> this is the first international episode we've had, I think, right? This is fun. Yeah, and, and, and in this, this iteration. iteration. Yeah, Ben Anderson in our original iteration of Lost and Rewound, the podcast version, uh, did in fact call from Australia, and we did have Josh Telson a few times calling from Germany. Super late, I mind you. Yeah, um, yeah. My, my wife is totally, like, passed out, and I think she's about to stab me in the head for keeping her awake while doing this interview. So, Well, this <laughs> is our problem. time to sign off, then. Guys, make sure to listen to us. Again, this is Lost and Rewound. My name is Jimmy Hoffman. And I'm Alon Danziger. Nice. Kesley, thank you so much for <laughs> joining you us. Thank you, guys. Today. Yeah, absolutely. Again, guys, that's every Thursday at 3 p.m. right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. See you next week. San Diego. Oh, I totally realized that I had the AC on this whole time. I was trying to give you the. the you got the AC on you this got whole the AC timeline. Time, yeah. All right, we really should start. It's, oh, been, oh, it's been five minutes recording, so we're totally good. You got it, Jimmy. So Jimmy's on the switch. <laughs> we got it. You can do it.